Hello there. So Moon Knight is the latest Disney Plus show. It debuted yesterday and I'm here with my review and spoiler talk for the uh, debut. So what I usually do for these shows is I uh, do my general non-spoiler opinion on the episode first of all before going into a bit more spoilers. Uh, but you'll have fair warning before we go into spoilers just in case you haven't seen it yet. So overall going into this I didn't know anything about this character. The only first time I ever heard of it was when I heard it was going to be the new Disney Plus show. And like when I seen the trailers and things for it. So don't know. I know next to nothing about this character going in. And what this uh, episode did very well is it made me want to find out more. So it was a very intriguing opening episode. I enjoyed it a great deal. And uh, what I'll say here is it's the type of show that gives you more questions and answers. I could see it maybe dividing people. I know a lot of people... Seems to be a very positive response at the moment, really seem to love it. But there will be, I, I can see some audiences that kind of want answers straight away, not really caring too much for this, or maybe getting a bit frustrated with it, because uh, there are, because it does just, it is pretty much all questions and very little answers that are raised, which to me I actually think works really well, I think it's really good. It's one of those things I'm looking forward to letting it play out. Oh yes, that old chestnut again. But um, yeah, I think it does this really well. I think as well because because it, it also it's a very clever way of making it because from the main it's also from the main character's perspective. He doesn't know what the hell's going on, so it actually makes it quite almost like the audience seeing it through his eyes, and that works really well. And uh, speaking of the main character, Oscar Isaac, of course, is the the lead here. He's fantastic. We all know he's a great actor. And he's fantastic here, really commands the screen well. There's a great performance here. Ethan Hawke as well is the main antagonist, the main villain. And he's great. Really good to see him again. I haven't seen him in, in for ages, but it's great to see him in Marvel now. And also he's going to be in that new film, The Northman, that looks really good. So great to see him back and doing, doing work like this again. So yeah, overall, big thumbs up for the episode. I enjoyed it a great deal. And the final scene is fantastic. It actually sets you up and makes you definitely want to see what happens next. So as an introduction to this character and this world, really well done. I enjoyed it. Thumbs up. So that's just my general... Oh, I was also say the pacing's really good. The episode's like 40-odd minutes. Time just flies by. So pacing was perfect. So there you go. So that's just my general thoughts on the uh, first episode. Now we'll be going into more spoilers, so if you haven't seen it, now is your fair warning because we'll be going into spoilers as of right now. So the opening shot just kind of tries to set things apart like it's going to be some something different from Marvel you've got. You see that it's the Ethan Hawke's character, and his name's Arthur Harrow, is like putting broken shards of glass into his sandals and then puts the sandals on and starts walking with it and you're just like... There's never really been a shot, an opening shot like that in any sort of Marvel property, so that really sets things apart. His character's like a, almost like a, some sort of cult leader, sees himself as some sort of Christ-like figure. You'll see more of that later on in the episode as well. So that was really effective. You've also got as well the the choice of music here as well. You've got the Engelbert Humperdinck's great song, Lonely With A Man Without Love playing over when uh, Oscar Isaac's character, uh, Stephen, wakes up. And uh, you we see as well, he's like tied to his bed because he's got some disorder where he always wakes up in weird places and things like that, which plays in later to what we start finding out. Yeah, we also find out, uh, we see that he's a, he works in a gift shop at a 
at an Egyptian museum and he's got this absolute bitch of a, a boss, <laughs> she's a total bitch, but the actress that plays it really well, it, it does it, she's really good, even even though the characters really hateable, it's actually a really annoying, hateable character, but in, a, in an entertaining way, so it actually works, doesn't make you want to turn the program off, it actually just works because it's effective, I think we've all had a manager like that, and, uh, this this bitch she this bitch is a complete Karen. Like if you can just tell she wants, to, even though she's the manager right now, you can tell she wants to go and speak to the manager anytime. So you know, anytime she's a customer about anything. So yeah, that's right. And she's like, oh, all right, Stevie. He's like, no, no, it's Stevie. <laughs> anyway, good shit. And uh, you also find out little things as well. Like Stevens made a, he's got a date coming up that he has no idea about as well. And he's made it for like a, a steakhouse, but he's a vegan type thing. So you start thinking, oh, this is all a bit weird. What's going on here? And when you know, at night when he goes goes to sleep, and then he's he's dreaming. He's in this weird place. He starts getting shooting at by these people. We also see uh, Arthur Harrow, even Hawk's character, like walk, walking through, and then people almost like revering him, like he was some sort of messiah-like figure. See him like judging. Uh, this old woman who's got the tattoos that are like the the weighing scales it says something like um he's he passing judgment on her and that she's must have done something bad in the future or something i think or something like that i don't quite remember what he says here and then she like dies things but then he sees steven's character and he starts steven and he starts calling him mercenary and he's got this scarab that he's got to try and hand over and Stephen's trying to hand it over, but it's not. He's physically not able to do it. He I mean, Oscar Isaac's physicality here was great. That's why he does that really well. And you sort of see a moment when he just blacks out and then comes to again, and then these other people are just lying about, and he's literally got blood on his hands. So you're starting again. This is like really good because you're seeing this from the point of view of the character. It's like what we don't. What, what, it's like. What, he doesn't know what happens here and things like that, so it's actually really well done as a good perspective. For people desperate to see fight scenes, that might frustrate some people. Like I said about uh, some people maybe just want to see fights and things like that, but I get it. That's, that's the, but you still get your action here. You've got a moment when he's bizarrely enough in this cupcake van. This bit was a bit, yeah, you know, it was a bit goofy, to be fair. But And you've got Wake Me Up Before You Go Go Playing. Never gonna complain when that's playing because it's an awesome tune. Let's be honest, but um, yeah, and then this was a bit goofy, but hey, it's a bit of action, so whatever. Um, and see, and you see as well when he wakes up, he's got things as well like his fish now has another fin that it didn't have before, and then he's lost the day and things like that. And people are calling him Mark instead of Stephen. They're like, well, what's that? It's almost like so you start to piece together that oh it must have been Mark that made the date not Stephen and things like that so you've got that as well and uh, we'll come as well to the the uh, conclusion uh, the conclusion is like in the the museum sees Arthur Harrow and things and then you've got this big monster starts chasing after him and then when he ends up in the, the bathroom you've got all the mirrors around about this was a great scene and the, the as you can also hear like a character's voice talking to him, apparently it's F. Murray Abraham that does the voice for that as well. There's little venom hints in that, just without the humour type thing, but you know, just did remind me of venom a little bit there. Um, and also as well, you've got, that this scene was so well shot as well, he's like looking around the mirror and you hear the voices, it's almost like March trying to come in and take over. And 
Stephen just this was so well done, so well shot, really effective. And then you get to the the final uh, bit here when he like allows him to take over. It goes into the costume, and that was one of the things I thought looking at the trailers and the the promotional images. The costume looked fantastic for this. This is a great costume. And then you see him like beat the shit out of the monster, and you get the final shot of him. So great way to end it though. It does set things up really well going forward. It's really exciting going forward. And I think this episode was better the more I think about it. The more it, again it went on, and the more now I've had a day or so. Yesterday I watched it to sort of let it sink in type thing. I was sort of thinking it stuck around in my mind as well. I've kind of picked up on more things thinking about it. Then I did while watching it, so oh, that's a good sign going forward. That I'm really quite invested in this and looking forward to next week. So every Wednesday, I'll certainly uh, certainly be watching it, or if I can't make it on the Wednesday, on the Thursday or whatever. But yeah, definitely be I'll definitely be continuing to watch this and cover this on here. So overall, big thumbs up for Moon Knight. Very promising so far. So really good first introduction to a character I, I knew nothing about. So Marvel hitting one out the park here as well with this one. Uh, again, this one apparently it was. I, I'd read on Twitter this before a few weeks ago. This was meant to be TV fourteen, and and on the UK on the Disney Plus thing that it had like sixteen plus on the thing as well for that. So I didn't see anything particularly R rated or anything here. I mean, no, there was the moment with the blood on his hands and things like that, but there wasn't anything outrageous. But yeah, you can sort of see there is a bit more of a darker element as well, and like I'm walking with the the. Walking in the sands with the glass in it as well. I suppose they are a bit more. There's nothing ridiculously gory or outrageously violent thus far, but it does have a bit more of a darker, sinister tone to it. So rather than usual lightheartedness, but which is why I think the cupcake scene kind of threw me a little bit because that was a bit goofy and a bit out of place. I know you've kind of got to usually have this in the Marvel things, but eh, you know, whatever. That was a bit out of place for the tone they'd created, but it wasn't a huge problem, to be honest. Everything else was really good, so, yeah, midnight thumbs up for that so far. So, anyway, there you have it. Uh, coming up as tomorrow, I believe, is Hall of Fame Day. Undertaker goes in the Hall of Fame tomorrow, so I'll give you the my top ten favourite Undertaker WrestleMania matches. So that'll be what's coming up next. Anyway, thanks ever so much for taking the time to listen, and goodbye.